0: This is Thinking Like a Lawyer. See, like I didn't even say, like, why are you doing this? This is Thinking Like a Lawyer. Because you
1: did it to get me to stop, so can't stop, won't stop.
0: Rockefeller Records. I'm Joe Patrice. That's Catherine Rubino and Chris Williams. We're from Above the Law. We come here every week to have a quick conversation about some of the big stories in the legal and legal adjacent world that we've been covering at Above the Law, or even if we haven't been covering them, but usually if we've been covering them at Above the Law. So that's what we're here to do yet again this week. Talk about the week that was in law, which is always exciting. Woohoo. Yeah. Now, that was, that was what I was hoping for, some kind of a reaction. Out you got of people. it. Oh, good. Good did. Well, all right. So let's begin our segment on having a little bit of small talk.
2: Small talk.
0: All right. Small talk.
1: Okay. I really like that part. That's yeah,
2: no, part.
0: I, I hear you. I hear you. I hear you.
2: It's the reason I show up to the show, really. <laughs> fair enough. Uh,
0: anybody got anything interesting going on in life? I'm
1: having a good day, but not as good as Travis Kelsey. So, oh,
0: nice. Yeah. There's that. No, that's fair. So, for people out there who don't know,
1: moving uh, under a rock somewhere.
0: Yeah. I mean, it is difficult to avoid this, but
1: yeah, Travis Kelsey uh, appears to be dating the one and only Taylor Allison Swift.
2: Yeah.
0: Oh, my God. Did you really
1: not know?
2: I'm I'm Patrick. I've been under a rock apparently. I mean, I don't I mean, really follow. Uh,
0: you don't Swifties. have to follow
1: anything. You just listen, have to be alive. On listen, we all have media. rough weekends. <laughs> <So>.
0: <laughs> and you know, the Bears also had a rough weekend uh, at yes. the hands of Travis yeah. Kelsey.
1: Yes, he may have two Super Bowl rings, but this was his biggest game yet. Taylor Swift was in his box, sitting next to Mama Kelsey. They appear to be having a grand old time. He
0: has uh, he has two rings. Mm-hmm. Are they are they shiny shiny things or?
1: Yes. All right, um, that's the uh, podcast. No,
0: it's the paper. Yeah. Or the paper, paper. <laughs> it's, oh, come on! I deserve all I sorts it. of credit for that one. Dude. And shame. Uh, <laughs> I, pull, I, I mean, I, I live in a constant cloud of shame. So that's not really going to be Otherwise known anything. as being
1: raised Catholic. But oh. yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, it's great fun. They appear to have gone to a restaurant that they bought out, the whole restaurant for the evening. Flex. Uh, took a nice ride in a classic convertible car, literally rode into the sunset. It is is everything I am living for right now.
0: I am very much looking forward to this breakup album. Anyway,
1: <laughs> I mean, uh, we'll see, we'll see. Uh, this is not like other people she's been linked to. At least doesn't appear to in be. And that he
0: either. doesn't look like a emaciated Victorian child. Yes, he
1: does not look like he's survived tuberculosis last winter. Uh <laughs> so there's that although with his new mustache he looks some kind of way i'm not a big fan of the mustache solo without the beard attached but it appears to work for taylor
2: well there we go i don't even think we need to really get to the blackface this should be the the brunt of the discussion you know so
1: i mean i could talk longer if you would like about (laughs) taylor swift and travis kelsey i think
0: that's what joe uh, wants (laughs) no uh it is not uh that that said um i I will say when you would i i know you know what the agenda for the discussion is but when you drop you know this can replace the conversation about blackface i feel like we should clarify there is a reason for that that is not no it's not not. not just like uh no uh all right so okay this show got off the rails real quick (laughs) that's what happens when blackface is exactly where it's supposed
1: to be Uh, right Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I went there. All right. Does anybody have anything else I want to talk to you besides Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey? Because I don't. That is what I want to talk about all the time. My group texts with various different groups of friends have been blowing up since this uh, was unveiled. And it is just really occupying a lot of my time and energy at the moment.
0: My uh, (laughs) ducks decided to uh, put an end to the... Deion sanders cinderella story quack, so that was,
1: quack. that was that was uh exciting for me
0: yeah uh, well it was not a hell of a game it was a well, it was a hell of an ass beating I, what I it was.
1: imagine for ducks fan i am also. it was but, a lot of yeah, fun it is it is a lot it was a lot of fun to watch that happen uh the duck had to do quite a few push-ups yeah what was it a 35 point victory yeah
0: yeah yeah, yeah.
1: not bad
0: yeah so there's that i'm going to Chicago this week for Relativity Fest. you know, to, uh, So we might have some exciting e-discovery conversations next week.
1: The word maybe is an interesting one. <laughs> it's a choice.
0: So you're right. We will definitely have some exciting you e-discovery You may talk talks. about it.
1: <laughs> I'm not going to go so far as to say it's exciting.
0: Did you ever touch the bean? Oh, no. I haven't, actually. I, you know, like...
1: Touched
2: what?
0: The bean. The thing in Chicago is Chicago, Chicago like this, stuff. It has you you don't understand. Bean.
2: Yeah, all the cool kids oh. do it. You know, you can flick it I, if you I, want.
1: I, I thought our conversation was going further off the rails no, in no, a no very no. specific way. It was contextual, <laughs> was it?
2: Yeah, but no, it's a, it's a Chicago landmark. It's like that and those strange hot dogs they sell. They're like, you know, I've stock heard of the hot dogs. Things. I've heard of the pizza. Mm-hmm, I've mm-hmm. been
1: to Chicago f- a few times. Never, mm-hmm. never dealt with the bean situation
0: really yes joe i I mean i what
1: are you incredulous about that i've been to chicago
0: (laughs) no that you've never that you have no idea what the bean is
1: i don't
2: look how the turntables who's under the rock now you know (laughs) i said that wrong on purpose
1: sure you did yeah (laughs) all right let's let's end this really but, uh, no, we, I guess we don't have to. What else? Oh, oh you yeah. Just were, you just well, that. Well, that, that was
0: the end of it, uh, as it turns out. so.
1: Are you happy now that you interrupted me? I,
0: I, I, I mean, I, I feel like this is a tit-for-tat situation because <laughs> you did it first. Now I'm just reply, responding. I, I want peace. Do you? Yeah. You just, you just keep pushing this. What if and, I could
1: never give you peace? Mm, See, definitely. that was a Taylor Swift reference.
2: Boom. Oh.
1: That's how you do it.
0: I didn't catch it.
1: Well, you don't know the Taylor Swift oeuvre, so it makes it harder to catch. Not the uh, like a Pokemon. See, that's a reference for you.
2: Mm-mm. Okay, you win this time. Never again. <laughs> Never again. Okay. All, right. All right.
1: Is your brain hurting, you, Joe?
2: <laughs> On a lighter
0: note, you want to talk My about brain? blackface? No, my brain
1: is. (laughs) My brain is darker.
0: (laughs) My brain is hurting me in the same way that it probably hurts Amy Coney Barrett, who doesn't (laughs) understand. Yeah. Mm. Well, I mean, you you gave me a better uh, transition to that.
1: Well, we had been slow playing the blackface here but well, yes, like, well
0: about- that's the thing that's not a transition to just keep saying the word blackface we will get to the blackface Blackface, you say
2: <laughs>
1: you're just trying to get people to keep on listening like don't shut it off we're gonna talk about blackface i promise
0: i'm really dreading having to write the title for this episode because it's clearly gonna have to be like blackface you say uh, and that's not that's not good well, let's try to make sure we can come up with yeah. something else all right Go. I'm I'm on board, and
2: <laughs> hey, make sure you like your faces in the screenshot.
1: There was a survey done by the Annenberg Constitution, the Annenberg folks. They did a survey about civics, mm. and the results are horrifying. Oh no! Yeah, most people don't know what the First Amendment comes up with. Okay, pop qu- quiz, hotshot. What freedoms are protected by the First Amendment?
0: Oh, guns. This is, of course, the exact same question that Amy Coney Barrett fluffed at the uh, at her yeah confirmation not hearing. fluffed flubbed
1: flubbed like you like you flubbed saying flubbed
0: yeah yeah irony yeah it is
1: <laughs>
0: thanks Alanis anyway so are you
1: just trying to get some extra time to come up with the five
2: freedoms guaranteed by the First
0: Amendment no because it's Dylon Dylon Dylon
2: Dylon and Dylon
0: I have no idea what that was I don't get that really.
2: Dave Chappelle, y'all is that before y'all's time? The best five no. rappers? Somebody listening is going to get that and it's going to be hilarious. Yeah. Leave that Fair in. Not.
0: Trust me. Right. Okay. So uh you, the well, we've got the freedom of speech, which most people don't seem to understand even that, even granting that. But we'll seventy seven
1: percent of people though do know that it exists in okay. some way.
0: In some sense, in
1: some right. sense, they don't. Maybe they don't understand the intricacies of First Amendment jurisprudence, but they're aware that it exists.
0: The most important one for the three of us: press.
1: Yes, twenty-eight percent got that one right.
0: Ooh, okay. Then don't worry, it gets worse. All right. So obviously, there's this one's always a tricky one because it it's religion, mm-hmm. uh, though. Technically, that should be two. I think uh, yeah, free exercise, exercise and establishment should be two different sure, things. Sure, but it is mm-hmm.
1: generally grouped together. as On religion. the other hand,
0: the establishment clause doesn't exist anymore per the Supreme Court. So but now we know. Forty percent right. uh, so,
1: yeah. said freedom of religion.
0: Okay, so you can assemble. Thirty-three percent people know that. Okay, you can certainly petition for redress of your grievances.
1: And here's where it gets real bad. Only nine percent do that. Was true. Mm.
0: Swing and a miss. And
1: the folks that were able to hit a home run and get all five, that was only 5%. Oh, so that means that we're the 95%. <laughs>
0: That's the what five. I get out of that.
1: Yeah. Or the five. Uh, or oh, no, we're the five. we're the five. Yeah. Oh,
0: right. Oh, God. Yeah. No. Amy Coney
1: Barrett's no. the 95 Yeah, right. What I think is interesting also is that 4% of people know that the right to petition the government is included in the First Amendment, but missed something else.
0: Right. Yeah, Got that the is the hard yeah. one. I now understand what how I got that wrong. I meant to say 95th percentile. That's that's mm, what we are. Mm,
1: that that is that mm-hmm. is
0: correct. not the 95, the 95th percentile. Anyway,
1: sure. yes, but it was funny to me and to people who are old enough to remember when Amy Coney Barrett uh, ascended to the throne because that's what I believe the Supreme Court is how they think of themselves these days mm-hmm. and she struggled to list all of the first amendment freedoms in her confirmation hearing. So it was just, it was a nice little callback to a great moment that we should never forget. Also, which reminded me when we were, when I was doing research for this story, which was a great little moment, was Amy Cody Barrett's nickname at the time.
0: Oh, Amy, Amy COVID Barrett. Yeah,
1: you remember.
0: Yeah. No, she, well, because she. stuff. Because she was patient zero in the. Giving Trump COVID. Well, discussion. I guess we don't
1: know if she <laughs> well
0: had fair enough. She it, was but her confirmation impetus. hearing. Well, the or party co- party, that they the confirmation held.
1: party. Yeah, her nomination um, party. That's what it was. It wasn't just Trump, a bunch of people got it right, like Chris Christie and like it, it, every day somebody new came out saying they had gotten COVID uh, yeah. because they attended this party.
2: Uh, before we move to the next thing, isn't this the same study that also said that about twenty three percent of the people thought the First Amendment protected right, the right to guns?
1: Sure did. Yeah. <laughs> sure did. Uh,
0: and I'm, I don't see how it how it doesn't, because that is a religion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Mary Franks, actually, a professor, wrote a, a book about that that was very good, uh, making that exact argument. I thought it was pretty mm-hmm. on point. But I will say that I think the 22% think that uh, the First Amendment includes the uh, freedom uh, to bear arms it's kind of a way that the survey was also formulated issue because there were five Mm -hmm. blanks. And I think that after, maybe after they couldn't quite come up with anything else, like uh, maybe, maybe, maybe.
0: maybe. Oh, I see what you mean. Right. They were just kind of like,
1: this is another right. I know about kind of uh, could be, I don't know. Could be. So I like to think that the NRA has done a really good job about branding the second amendment. So people actually know that it's not the first.
0: Yeah. Personally. I, I mean, I get that split issue about like, free exercise and establishment, mm-hmm. I could very much see somebody missing either assembly or grievances and assuming the fifth sure. is splitting that in half. Yeah. And, that, and I think that's fair. Yeah. And frankly, there, there's an argument that we as a country would be way better off if we recognized there were six freedoms and we did split that in half because the erosion of the establishment clause is part and parcel that people don't view it as some sort of independent right. Hundo. Yeah. But. And okay. the Black Lives Matters protest was a great
2: reminder that people don't really remember that the right to protest is a right. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. oh no. There was the, the amount of flash that people got for exercising the rights. There, there were lawyers that got in trouble for like spitting on protesters that we've covered. And I was like, this is just, I don't think people thought of that as a constitutional violation.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's, it's multiple freedoms, right? Because it's a freedom of speech there and assembly to the extent a lot of people are together. Right. Uh, Yeah. But yeah, no, it's it's one of those situations where it's a right and people act as though it isn't. It's almost like they're gaslighting somebody. We'll take a break and then that transition will make a lot more sense. Calidus AI cleverly supports you by suggesting relevant law to address your complex issues. Put in simple questions or longer fact patterns, then Calidus asks you to confirm if points are salient before proceeding. Use Calidus to check if you found all the key concepts, cases, and statutes. Calidus turns that into a high-quality, customer-ready document. Handle complexity confidently with Legal's most advanced AI platform. Get $90 off your first two months. Use promo code Joe at CalidusAI.com. That's C-A-L-L-I-D-U-S-A-I.com. Hey, Gee, what's up? Just having some lunch, Conrad. Hey, Gee, do you see that billboard out there? Oh, you mean that guy out there in the gray suit? Yeah, the gray suit guy. There's uh, all those beautiful, rich, leather-bound books in the background. That is exactly the one. That's J.D. McGuffin at Law. He'll fight for you! I bet you he has got so many years of experience. Like decades and decades. And I bet, gee, I bet he even went... To a law
2: school, are you a lawyer? Do you suffer from dull marketing and a lack of positioning in a crowded legal marketplace? Sit down with Guy and Conrad for lunch hour legal marketing on the Legal Talk Network, available wherever podcasts are found.
0: So I made a allusion to gaslighting. Uh?
1: Will it make sense though? Uh, uh, you know, the no. perfect
2: way to gaslight is to ignore that that happened and talk about blackness. <laughs> <base.
0: laughs> yeah, there. <fair. laughs>
1: We covered last week a lawsuit that was filed by a former shareholder at Hulsinelli Law Firm. Big law firm, former equity partner, filed lawsuit against the firm and two senior partners alleging sexual harassment over the course of many years at the firm, saying that She was constantly, from the time she was got at the firm, she was uh, subjected to unwelcomed advances from uh, those two partners and that not only would she have to contend with that, but when she rebuffed them, that they were prominent partners in the field and were no longer interested in helping her build her practice and then her practice suffered and eventually she was let go by the firm. And she says that she was warned that there was mistreatment and impropriety and that there was a situation at the top of the firm and that when she did go to HR that she was gaslit. She said that there was callous gaslighting in response to her claims of sexual harassment. But that, you know, given what she alleges was the culture at the firm, that that was not surprising.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, this speaks to a bunch of the stuff we've talked about lately. I mean, the the whole... Career suffering—the way in which all that happens—speaks to some of the mm-hmm. Joshua Wright stuff we've talked about recently. Uh, yeah, it it still seems to be a massive mm-hmm. issue.
1: Yeah, and the firm—listen—the firm has come out and said that they have—they uh, take allegations of sexual harassment very seriously. They have a robust reporting procedures in place, and that they are committed to having a harassment-free workplace. But, you know, very early still, and obviously in the litigation process, the complaint has been filed, but not much else has happened. But it is it is very interesting that not just, you know, I think that you hear that harassment still happens, that there might even be an expectation that some level of harassment occurs. But not only that it occurred in this instance, but it rose to the point where a partner is bringing the lawsuit you know, somebody who has their reputation, has their career, has their book of business very much on the line. I think it's telling that we're getting to the point where we're starting seeing these kinds of lawsuits where it's not just kind of junior associates or or staff members who maybe have less Invested in terms of firm, and they're literally their equity stake, which she says she hasn't gotten back yet. But you know, it's interesting,
0: which isn't to diminish or discourage folks more junior from coming forward, but it is important that more senior folks are doing this. And you know, Mm -hmm. that's the same thing with the Joshua Wright allegations Mm -hmm. at at the law school Uh, the folks accusing him of starting affairs with them when they were 1Ls and kind of dangling their career in the balance throughout that. They're a partner and an of counsel at a law firm now. Mm -hmm. So it is kind of a moment where senior attorneys are starting to, you know, stand up, which is important because it encourages folks further down the line. I think
1: it definitely encourages folks. And I also think that there was once a stigma that if you brought these allegations public that you would be blackballed from the industry. And hopefully that perception has changed at least.
0: Yeah, definitely. You know, speaking of harassment, you know what's another vector of harassment in this world?
1: Blackface?
0: Maybe. <laughs> That's where we were going well, with this? I would have well, never
1: thought.
0: <laughs> you ever as a kid read that book? It was a Sesame Street book. It was like, Grover, there's a monster at the end of this book.
1: Okay, so and, that just says how old you are, because now it's Elmo is the monster at the end of the book.
0: Oh, is it? All right. Well, anyway, the point is, um, there's a blackface at the end of this <laughs> podcast, as you may have noticed, <laughs> that we've been leading up to. Uh, so... It is almost October, which is the Halloween season, which is the inevitable point where we're going to have some really awful stories about lawyers and mm-hmm. law students thinking that blackface is a thing they should be doing. Don't uh, do it. Yeah, Don't, don't do don't, it. Don't. 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 Just yeah, don't. Don't. Do don't. Uh, but <laughs> before we get there, uh, we have a story of a law school situation. Uh, we have a law review who created a trophy. Um Yes <laughs> Trophy that they gave out for blue booking.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: And it was a football that they put a wig on because you know they, they said they had those in the office. And
1: Okay. I spy a little lie in that story right there. You're saying a you had a football in their a wig. office?
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, cute. Uh, mm. I, I think the wig is actually more unlikely than just having a football <laughs> randomly around, but whatever. But they put a wig on this football and then put big googly eyes on it and then put giant red lips on it and then um, put it in their window. Uh, and uh, Oh, by the way, where's this and, school? Uh, Memphis. Memphis, Tennessee, you say? Mm. It is. Mm. It is. Yeah. It is. Uh, Mm, yeah. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Oh, oh yes. Mm.
1: Yeah. And, and, and I definitely encourage folks to check out the story that Joe wrote because I had heard this and, and when we were kind of in our, our group chat about what was going on and I was like, well, you know, maybe, maybe they didn't realize that the darkness of the football would look maybe. And then I saw the image of it and there's zero doubt in my mind that that's what that looks like. None.
0: It's, It's one of those situations where you could see how any individual element of this (laughs) could have been explained as, oh, we didn't know. You know, you you Mm -hmm. could have used a football and put a wig on it, whatever, and it would have been like, oh, I I could see how you would see that that's what we're doing, but it's not. Or you could have potentially put lips on something and said, like, whatever. But instead, they created kind of, like, as I put it, kind of like the Amos and Andy Memorial Award, <laughs> uh, and then decided to put that as a thing that they handed out. Uh, it was just, it, it was every element was putting together stereotypes. And it was, yeah, real, real ugly caricature situation. The school and the Law Review uh, have apologized and said, oh, this is such a mistake. But part of the bit for me is as problematic as this is, and it is, on its mm-hmm. face all i when could think black? was no. oh, oh. Yeah, yeah no that was that was full p- full that points. was it full that points. was it right yeah. there. well three three fifths
1: <laughs> better better
0: all right i have personal experience we're gonna break, with this <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna break that sound effect here a second <laughs> because it's gonna keep coming up i think but as bad as this is the one of the things that got me was kind of the collective action problem here, Mm. right? Mm -hmm. It's not that this happened. It's that this happened and multiple people within the law review were involved and saw it or maybe weren't involved and saw it show up in the office or Mm -hmm. maybe were not from the law review and passed it and saw it. And it was up for like 10 days. So for the course of 10 days, multiple people interacted with this trophy in some way before anybody decided to say, "Hey, I, I got a thought," no. <laughs> I wonder how many faculty members saw it. Well, right, you're right. Like somebody had to have walked by this thing, right? Many people. I mean, I don't think. really know the. I don't really know the layout of the offices there. I I know from my journal, it's at least plausible a faculty member didn't see it from my journal because my journal, our offices were in a place that no self-respecting faculty member would ever go. <laughs> but it still meant that. Upwards of 40 people would have passed it uh, mm. during that period. But again, I don't know where their offices are. Some, some law schools have their law review offices in very prominent places in like nice new all glass kind of offices and stuff where everybody can see things. Mm. So I don't know the, the exact situation, but the point is some large group of people interacted with this and mm. seemed to have no sense that this was a problem for a long time.
1: yeah. That's not great.
0: It is uh, not. Uh, But it does set up what is inevitably going to be our October, where somebody is going to do this again, like they do every year.
2: What I like to do is I like to refer to doing blackface as doing a Justin Trudeau impression. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because at
0: one point, the prime
2: minister of Canada was, you know, felt really rhythmic that day. I don't know.
0: I mean, I feel, I, my recollection is in that instance, it was, not that there should be any distinction here, but it was, he was, was dressing up character. as, Aladdin he or was something? dressing as Disney's Aladdin. Yeah, yeah, that was what he Wasn't did. that dark. And he deci- <laughs> decided to make himself dark for Disney's Aladdin mm-hmm. situation, which, I mean, it is bad in a lot of ways. It does mm-hmm. not have kind of the same historical baggage of minstrelsy that, that like this particular caricature does. Mm. It's... I still think it's very, very bad, but yeah. I can at least see the argument that a Canadian might not see that. Uh, <laughs> but this is not what we're talking about because, again, as already has been pointed out, we're in Memphis, Tennessee for this mm-hmm. conversation. But anyway, that happened.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Any other no discipline, right, to any of the folks involved? But. Oh, no, no, no. no,
0: everybody's <clears throat> kind of taking it as this was a honest Oopsie. mistake. Yeah. they uh They're, you know, endeavoring to do better uh-huh. and so on. And uh, I would assume there's going to be some sort of uh, educational, teachable moment here. And, uh, yeah.
1: We can only hope.
0: Did James Hole yeah. cheer in yet about how this is about free speech? Or? I know, right? Like, where are all those guys right now? Who, yeah you know, stand up for the free speech involved. Anyway, I mean, they're too busy signing dumb letters about their old boss or something.
1: That seems likely.
0: Uh, speaking of, we didn't even... we and, and this is without even having to touch on because it, it broke so late in the week without even touching on, but I guess we'll kind of have a quick little coda on. Clarence Thomas is... um
1: Still corrupt. We've Next. all we, we've heard
0: <laughs> all of the things that he's ever done. Unethically, no way. Right? We're
1: never going to get to the end. Oh wait, it'll there's be, more. It'll be twenty years from now, and somebody'll be like, "We dug up more."
0: Yeah, and Chris, you you wrote about this, but Clarence Thomas, more allegations.
2: Oh yeah, uh, connected to like a, a small group of fundraisers,
0: uh, a Coke Brothers Co- event. Coke Brothers, yeah,
2: yeah. And when you, I think they. What was it there was a pledge to dump like 900 million dollars into politics there is going to be there you go.
0: before,
2: there's going to be things before the court that the Koch brothers are involved with that oh, yeah. Clarence is going to sit on because of course why would he why would he excuse himself not like he has any like moral binding code or anything so
0: yes more allegations it is telling that we did not make this one of the major stories of this week because we all kind of went well, obviously. It's yeah. also just
1: exhausting, which is kind of the problem. Like, you, are we, we're not, no one's going to do anything about it. It's exhausting to hear about. Yes, he's still corrupt.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. I think that wh- what I hope happens is instead of focusing on Thomas, there needs to be more, more shaming and guilting on Roberts because this is all happening yes. under his watch. So, like, as far oh, as, yeah. like, legacy – I think people need to talk about how this is going to screw the Roberts court's legacy. Oh yeah. Cause Thomas that's isn't right. going to do anything. He's been being bankrupt for over two decades, but mm-hmm. you attack a person is like, you know, they're placing the history. Legacy, books, and there might be yeah. change.
0: Yeah. All right. Yeah. On that happy note, it, everything's controlled by a series <laughs> of corrupt people. As opposed yeah. to
1: the blackface conversation, which was super happy times. What?
0: Shades uh, yeah, of enjoyment. Shades. I mean, we did get some good jokes in. Like yeah. uh, there weren't. Any, we yeah. didn't really have any here.
1: No, Chris but, did. <laughs> well, right. Chris
0: got jokes in. Yes. The uh, queens we. But the queens we. We're all in. The, yes. The I show. Hope you all it's get all, all for the show. <laughs> all right. With all that said, let's wrap this up. Uh, you should be subscribed to the show. That way, you get new episodes when they come out. You can read all the stories that we talked about here as well as other stories that we don't get to in a week by reading above the law of course you should be following us on social media the publication is at atl blog i'm at joseph patrice catherine's at catherine one chris is at rights for rent oh and on blue sky i'm joe patrice catherine's also Catherine won there. Mm-hmm. I just was able to get out of the Joseph part of it uh when I got to Blue Sky. What else? Oh, give reviews, write something, stars, that all helps people find this podcast. You should check out some other podcasts like Catherine hosting the Jabot mm-hmm. or me being a guest on the Legal Tech Week journalist roundtable. And then with all of that said, Peace. I think we are done for a while. I will uh See everybody next week for a massively fun deep dive into e-discovery news, I'm sure.
1: I wait on
0: that. Mm. All right. Bye, everybody.